Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This, Renee, is one of our classic mid-tournament check-in podcast episodes. It'll be brief. It's going to be fast-moving. You're on the ground. Things are happening. Things are going to change day-to-day. But as of now, you've got a player still in the tournament. I do have a player still in the tournament. Sadly, she lost a tough, tough, tough doubles match today. So that sadly... um, Took her out of the doubles, but she's still in the mixed doubles tomorrow. And so, you know, we fight to live another day in the old mixed. And technically, I am also in the tournament because I'm playing in the old fight. <gasps> You're going to play against the one and only Gabriella Sabatini. Well, that's possible. Um, it depends on what section of the draw I'm in with the uh, Legions uh, here in Paris. But uh, I'm very excited to just get on the courts here in Paris again always an honor to be on these beautiful courts at the tour B no what do they call it the, the Terrebatu Terrebatu here in yes. Paris so I'm looking forward to that yeah when I saw that Gabby was going to be playing the legends I thought to myself now that is worth a plane ticket not hang out with you although you're fine and seeing our Thanks, friends God. but really Gabby Sabatini when I tell people what I recommend that they watch a lot of it is legends doubles at grand slams it's something that doesn't happen all the time it doesn't happen at um, every tournament just at the slams and they get all these amazing players who are phenomenal athletes yourself included you have won legends wimbledon have you won legends other slams well uh i think i won the australian open once but but you know wimbledon's the only one that takes it seriously where, where they actually give you a trophy so it's the one that i kind of try and Um, But the others are a little bit of an exhibition and you're supposed to have a lot of fun in them. Some of the fellow competitors take things a little too seriously. Me, on the other hand, and I'll tell you a quick story. I, of course, walked into the locker room at the French Open today because I got my joueur pass, which is the player pass, so I could get into the 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 physio, uh, sorry, into the locker room. But, of course, my mind goes straight to, oh, my God, I can go to the physio now and get some work done on my body. So, of course, I walk straight into the physio room this morning, and who do I see is Francesca Schiavone. Ah, and so I, I see Frenchie, and we give each other a massive hug. I haven't seen her for a couple of years, and we're both playing in the Legends. So, you know, the fun thing about playing in the Legends is that you just get to hang out and see your old mates. And, um, and then uh, I got told by the physio 
who I've known for a number of years and who Francesca knows as well, went over and said, Francesca doesn't want to play you because you're too good. I said, no, no. I, so I said to Francesca, I said, listen, mate, first of all, I was a bit of a nightmare to play against. I, do, I don't deny that. And I, I played against Francesca many times in doubles. But I said, but I am the opposite in the legends because my favorite thing to do is just have a good time now on the tennis court. So I'm going to be doing tweeners and having a good, a good time. So I said, trust me, I'm the best player that you can play against because I will make it fun for you. If anybody does not believe this, I encourage you to Google Renee Stubbs legends doubles and you will see, among other things, her diving successfully diving yeah. for trolleys while playing with Kim Clijsters en route to a Legends Wimbledon title. What I like so much about Legends is, obviously you see all these great players, many of whom you haven't seen on a court for several years. The tennis is still spectacular. It's a little bit slower than when- Calm, calm down. No, but it's good. It's really good. Because if you're a club player or a former college player or high school player, like a lot of people who play recreationally, you're watching the best possible version of a game you can sort of recognize. You know what I mean? <laughs> So it's like, I don't know how to take that. (laughs) No, it's take it in this loving spirit in which it's offered, which is it's in, it's an incredible skill level, but it's not so fast that it looks impossible. And that's, what's fun about it because you can actually understand some of the tactics and the way you move, right? Like the way that you move on the doubles court and the tactics you're deploying and the positioning is still completely perfect. Even if nobody's hitting it quite as hard or as fast, because it's not really the spirit of it. And everyone's not, you know, in the main draw singles anymore. So I feel like that's, what's fun about it. And you get to see people like my favorite Francesca Gabriella or Gabriella Sabatini, mm-hmm. who doesn't usually now, play these it, things. No, she doesn't. One of the things that we do stress to one another before our matches is what is bothering us today with our bodies <laughs> and what not to do. So Lindsay Davenport has already told me she can't move. Her knee is very, very bad. Uh, Lynn, you know, Mary Jo Fernandez, her back's always bad. So, and me, my shoulder's bad. So we've got to always let each other know what not to do against one another. Like, i.e., please don't lob me because I can't right. hit my overhead. So, you know, we, we, we're buddies and we try well, and help each other. That's also and, very relatable, right? Like, yeah we're all getting old and there's something wrong with all of us (laughs) exactly um so let's do a very quick tournament recap you mentioned sam lives to fight another day in the mix uh you have been there on the ground for week one we're now talking it's the weekend going into week Mm -hmm. two we've had uh, a fair amount of upsets especially on the women's side uh nobody in the top 10 with the exception of ega is still in it but ega looks pretty damn unbeatable uh paula my favorite is out uh out yeah there's it's just kind of been carnage what are your what's your takeaway from the women's side of the draw yeah well Iga Shiontek who's really been the best player by a long 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 way um on an incredible win streak right now I think uh, 31 uh, I don't know what she's at but like it's, yeah. it's it's uh, a tremendous uh playing streak that she, winning streak that she has going on right now but you know when you talk about nobody in the top 10 left anymore yes it's shocking but we still have some incredible players in the draw and an eager side note on eager of course playing in the legends you need clay court shoes right because it's really hard to play on really beautiful clay on hard with hard courts so of course who's my size eager shiontek mm. so i said to her, listen if you've got a spare pair of clay courts lying around <laughs> I'm just asking for maybe a bit of a donation. So, of course, yesterday in the uh, – this is a great story. 
So I'm in the gym and I see her in the gym after a match and I let her know that, you know, I'm looking for a still a pair of clay courts if you don't have them. So I, I you know, texted uh, Daria Abramovich, her, her sports psychologist. And I said, listen, if there's a spare lying around that she doesn't need anymore, can you throw them my way? So she comes off the court yesterday, Caitlin, wins her match. And she was witnessed by Madison Keys and Sam Stozer in her match outfit, cleaning a pair of her shoes. Cleaning. Uh, for you. Okay. And, and Sam looks at her and goes, you're not. She goes, I'm cleaning them for your coach. I'm cleaning oh. them for Renee. And, and Maddie Keys is like, I thought, what is she doing? Is, she, is this why she's so good? She cleans her shoes after a match. <laughs> right. No, she cleaned her shoes and left them there for me. So uh, I have a pair of Igor Shiantex clay court shoes, beautifully clean. She was a bit worried that they might be a bit smelly, but I can I can let her know, and I have let her know, that they weren't that smelly at all. Um, and so really, Caitlin, my footwork will be amazing. I was going to say, you have, you go, you're going to win it. I literally have Team Shiantex shoes on my feet. Um, and so I think that in itself um, lends itself for her to win the tournament just for being so gracious. Both and of you. Also, I think the fact that she had such an attention to detail, if anyone's seen her warm up on the court and do her crazy footwork drill, if I saw my undefeated 30 something win streak opponent, who's currently ranked number one in the world doing that kind of footwork, again, I don't care if we were about to play a tennis match or about to like I'd have, walk a, off. have a, I don't know, a rock, paper, scissors competition. I'd be like, you know what? She just psyched I'm me done. out. She's I'm out. Yeah. So like I'm maybe done. the fact that she takes such fastidious care to clean the shoes she's about to donate is part of her whole thing, right? I tell you what she is. She's a kind, caring, empathetic person because just to do something like that shows you what kind of person she is. Don't you just chuck me the shoes and be like, here you go, Renee. Like actually went in there in her match outfit and cleaned them to give to me. I mean, that within itself is just shows you what kind of person she is but getting back to the tennis part you know <laughs> she's got um she plays yang uh chinese player with a lot of talent uh who took out the french cornet um yeah. in, a, in a little bit of a sad episode the other day when she was down set in three love six love three love didn't win a game the poor old parisian crowd turned on cornet and they were they were this is so parisian i mean Pulls her through the match against Ostapenko. Ostapenko's like off the court because she's just been booed and all this stuff. And then two <laughs> days later, she comes out in the court and they're booing Cornet. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Can't make anybody but, happy and, in the French crowd. No, 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 you can't. So, I, you know, I think she gets through that match. It might be easy, but I think she'll get through it. Um, you know, Jessica Gula, like all of a sudden does our podcast in the top 10. Related? I mean, what can I say? I think so. I mean, I think it's related, but no, uh, on a serious note, great job for Jasper Gula. What an amazing effort to get, not only to be in the top 10 for the very first time, she can say she's a top 10 pro player for the rest of her career. She actually has a chance to be number two in the world if she gets and wins this tournament, which is unbelievable. I mean, just an um, incredible effort. I'm so pleased for her. She's really been a kind of still flying under the radar as an American. You know, everybody's talking about Coco as they have for the last couple of years. Sloan is in it. Really great to see Sloan in fighting shape making her way uh into the into the round of 16 or i guess it's yeah the, the round of 16 but yeah really really to your point jess pagula has had a monster year um and i'm monster yeah, two years monster two years and i'm really really happy for her that yeah you're right you can't ever say she wasn't in the top 10 like that's just such a spectacular effort 
Um, there's also yeah. Madison Keys in that's left in the draw, which is really nice to see her uh, after having, you know, not not an ideal sort of last couple of seasons. I feel like now the pressure's off. She's been a different person, which is wonderful. Yeah, it was to see. A great win against uh, Rabakina to win seven six and a third late into the evening. Just you know, gutsed it out, and that's really nice to see. She got a tough one against Kudamatova, very good player who took out your girl Paula Badosa. Um, but, you know, and also Daria Kasakina has kind of had a bit of a resurgence to her career. She's been struggling over the last couple of years, but nice to see her back doing really, really well. And, uh, you know, up against the just incredible hot as, you know, lightning when she's on Camilla Georgie, who took out Sabalenka. I mean, there was about five rallies that probably lasted more than three shots in that match but um you know she's a she's a danger against anybody and Mila Georgia is you know, one of my favorite at, wild cards lurking in any draw you never know what she's any, gonna do I mean she could any she draw. she could take out Serena and and some of Serena's best days and did or she could completely not show up and her dad's uh having some kind of you know insane Con- episode in stance you know it's just yeah I love her in a draw it's pure chaos yeah I mean gotta love that because you never know what's gonna happen Today on the podcast, we have a fantastic sponsor. It is Sakara Lai. I have been dying to try this because the food looks legitimately delicious when my friends post about it on Instagram. And I have, like the two of us, just been sort of feeling like a little bit um, beleaguered and bloated. So when these plant-rich meals arrived at my door, our doors last week, I was um, pretty pumped to get to try them. Uh, Did you have any impressions from our three-day cleanse? Yeah, well, you know, I also was on it a little bit as well before I went to Europe, so it was nice for me to also get it. And you're right, I didn't feel bloated, but most importantly, I, you know, had a bit of a high cholesterol the last time I went to the doctor. And so I'm really appreciative of like a plant-rich food um, because I really do need to start thinking about doing that a little bit more. And I knew I was going to Europe and plant-rich is not really their uh, their forte, particularly in uh, France. So, uh, so I'm really enjoying them. And yes, yeah, so, so great to have them as one of our sponsors. And I'm just, I'm loving it. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash racket or enter the code racket at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash racket to get 20% off your first order. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, one thing just on the top half of the draw, Begu is very lucky to still be in the tournament because I just want to get it on the record that I think when she threw a racket on the court the other day and it pinged itself into the crowd and it missed a kid by this much, the kid was crying. It should have been gone. Yep. Should have been gone. Yep. And I agree. My rule from now, listen, anybody who saw me play knows I was a hothead. There's a, time, a couple of times where it'd be a little bit out of control sometimes, but I knew the line, Caitlin. And I'm telling you right now, I said, I, I spoke to one of the tournament referees and I said, here's a blanket rule. If you ping your, your racket and it goes into the crowd, no matter if you meant for it to happen or not, and if it doesn't hit anyone, it doesn't matter. You're out. Yeah, if you agreed. throw your racket and it, you are so stupid enough to bounce it that way towards your chair yeah. and it goes into the crowd, you should be gone. And so she is so lucky to still be in this tournament. And I don't know. I mean, I hope Jess Pagula takes her out because, I mean, I like Begu. She's a nice girl, but that should have been, no. uh, she should have been hooked out of the tournament. Agreed. So that's the top half of the draw they're going to go at it again tomorrow monday the second week trevisan great lefty italian tries her butt off had a good win today seven five uh seven six seven five it was an incredibly tough two-set match against sasnovich who took out angie kerber in a, in a tough two-setter and layla fernandez oh my god what a great win that was today against anisa mova because anisa mova was my outsider to get through the final mm-hmm. But Mayla Fernandez proved today why she made the finals of the US Open. She, that kid is so gutsy. She was down two love in the third. She grinded her way back from that match. And I think she wins that match against Travisan. And I think Layla Fernandez will see herself into the semis. And what do you know? Sloan bloody sleeve Stevens, when she puts her head down, this is a girl that I said three years ago or four years ago when she had that run winning the US Open, made the finals of the French here. This, she should be winning at least five Grand Slams. Yeah. She has the game yeah. to beat anyone. Yeah. And the fact that she beat Jill Teichman today, 6-2, 6 love, yeah. is a joke. When you okay? see Sloan that- play well, you wonder how she ever loses. I mean, the easy power, the speed. I mean, it's like night and day. When she's on, it is breathtakingly beautiful to watch. Takes, can run any ball down, can shape the ball back in defense and then can turn the defense into offense so well. So it's going to be incredibly good to watch her play against Coco Goff, who also had an incredibly great win today against uh, Elise Merton, 6-4, 6-love. So to see Sloan and Coco, this is like a generation difference, both incredible American young players in, in a lot of respects. Sloan, of course, is a Grand Slam champion, so she knows how to play in these big moments. Coco, I feel like and I said this, I believe, last year, that her best surface is clay, mm-hmm. gives her time on the forehand, the ball's a bit slower, she can use her, you know, serve, her, her second serve, she doesn't, you know, it's not going to get attacked as much and she's such a great mover on the clay court. So that's going to be a really fun match to watch. But, I mean, when you look at Trevisan, Fernandez, Coco Goff, Sloane Stevens, 
Yeah, that's a Happy monster. Dice for American tennis. Totally, it's great for American tennis, and I think the women, you know, again, the variety and the 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 types of styles and stories that you have on the women's tour is just so compelling and it kind of doesn't matter which ones you end up with there's something interesting to say about all of them um and they're the way they play the game is so varied that there's no there's no snoozes um with that let's talk a little bit about the men's um because we are just coming off having watched a monster monster felix oje eliasim my fellow montrealer coming pretty close against Rafa. And obviously I think most people listening to this know that Rafa's uncle, Tony has been coaching Felix for the better part of two years. And you gotta love the fact that FAA is making major, major strides. He's had, after getting very, very close in a lot of tournaments, getting the finals and losing a ton has had a bit of a breakthrough this year. And it feels like a major step forward. Um, but you know, Rafa's gonna Rafa at the French Open. I just, I just feel like with Felix, and I said this today to Sam actually in the gym, I said, I feel like I just want to take the stick out of his butt. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean, I feel like he's very uptight on the mm-hmm. court sometimes. I feel like if he could just relax a little bit and stop worrying about almost like how perfect he looks on the court, I think he'll be a better player. And I think he will benefit from that. It's almost like you feel like saying, listen, mate, get dirty get down and dirty stop worrying about looking so perfect and hitting every shot so beautifully and you know become that player and maybe he will after this I don't know but you know when you think about Djokovic who won 6-1-6-3-6-3 against Schwartzman today Rafa is up against it because Novak was my pick to win the tournament when he won Rome and he got all the matches that he needed under his belt prior to coming in here. I felt like physically he was there yep. and to just smash Schwartzman like that today so easily with literally like was like an hour and a half. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, I watched Rafa come into Roland Garros the other day, getting out of his car and he's limping. He's got Oof. this constant pain in his yeah. foot and, you know, a little thing on Tony Nadal, I saw him yesterday and uh, when I knew that they were, or not yesterday, the day before, when I knew that they were playing against each other. And I said, Tony, where are you going to sit? Like, what's going to happen here? And he said, I said, who do you want to win? You know, kind of as a joke with Felix and Rafa. He goes, oh, no, no, my nephew. I always want my nephew to win, not only in this match, but every match and the tournament. I want him to win the tournament. He goes, family is always first. I thought it was so sweet. I said, he said, I'm not going to watch the match. So oh, wow. there's a there's a little uh, tidbit of probably why he wasn't, uh, you know, visible on the TV mm-hmm. screen today because he didn't want to be there. Um, but, you know, Rafa Novak quarterfinal, what a joke. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, part of me wished that the French Federation had broken some rules and seeded Rafa two or three so that they weren't in the same section of the draw. But here we have, alas, Rafa is, uh, you know, coming off an incredibly tough five-set match to play Novak. So you just got to, you just got to think Novak's going to win that match. And hard to, um, hard to imagine. Although if he wins it, he's got, you know, assuming Novak wins it, which you know, I think, yeah, most people watching, especially after today's three-set breeze for for Novak versus Rafa's, you know, marathon five-setter, give the edge to Novak, which I think most people would have anyway. Um, yeah. then he's good. He doesn't have an easy semi after that. That's it's, it's either Zverev who's never really broken through and, and made, um, you know, his presence felt certainly at the French, but Alcaraz, which I think most people he's, he's winning right now. And I think there's probably little doubt that he'll advance to play Zverev. Um, that that's a, that's an insane half of the draw 
right there to think and, Novak's got to go through Rafa and maybe Carlos to to get to the final. Yeah, of course, Carlos is playing Hachanov right now, but you, you just feel like he'll get through that match. So, yeah, there's no question. I mean, for Rafa to win this tournament, he has to play, play arguably the greatest player of the last at least decade in Novak. And, of course, Novak won the tournament last year being Rafa. So I think Novak feels very confident going into this match against Rafa, and I feel like then to play Alcaraz. So if not Rafa ends up beating Novak, that means he's played five sets against FAA. And then he's going to have to play a battle against Novak. And then he's going to have to play Alcaraz, who's like 19 and jumping through his skin mm -hmm. to win these matches. <laughs> yeah. A little thing on him, I was in the player restaurant and he was sitting the other day just absolutely pounding down a cheeseburger. I mean, just <laughs> pounding down the table for a 19-year-old metabolism. <laughs> and Meanwhile, Novak is like, won't look at a piece of gluten, but no, Alcaraz no, is not at a all. double cheeseburger. Sure. Yeah, and while Carlos Ferreira turned around, look, I went, I just started laughing and he turned around, looked at me, he goes, I mean, can you believe this? I go, I mean, what to be 19 again and eat like this and be 100% the next day? He goes, it's unbelievable. <laughs> of course, Juan Carlos Ferreira, former world number one, incredible player himself and, you know, Grand Slam champion. He was just like, what do I do with this? <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. And then, of course, um, that section of the draw, hey, listen, they're going to beat the hell out of each other. And then down the other section of the draw, you think about someone like Casper Ruud. I think he beats Hercatch, although Hercatch has really played quite well. And we know he's done well in Grand Slams over yep. the last few years. And you've yep. got this young kid, Rune, you know, Holger Rune, who took out Shapovalov in the first round and has run with that. This is a kid that will definitely be in the top 10 by, I would say, past the Australian Open next year. Um, but he plays against Tsitsipas. And everybody feels like Tsitsipas is really the player to get through in that section of the draw. But Medvedev is cruising. Yeah, you know, Medi looks Chilich. good. Medi looks really good. And he's moved well on clay. I mean, he's famously, I think that's such a cool flex to like shit talk the surface, but then actually secretly, obviously work on your movement on the surface and show up the next year and do really well, which I think is what he did. He's doing He's doing the Sharapova, you know, yeah. can't move on Lower clay. Lower the expectation, yeah low expectation high results but um but you know Yannick Sinner's down there against Rublev that'll be a really interesting match and speaking of lucky to be in the tournament Mr Rublev also probably should have been defaulted the other day when he absolutely rifled a ball that hit the Perrier sign and missed the guy cleaning the court by a half a foot and I just thought that should have been a default as well. You just can't do that shit anymore. You cannot do this. And he's lucky to be in the tournament. He plays Sinner. I don't know. I mean, that section of the draw is obviously very, very tough as well. Um, sits a pass. So, listen, whoever gets through the, the group of death after we had the UEFA <laughs> Cup here last night, up oh, the yeah, top totally. with Novak, Rafa, and Alcaraz, maybe they're going to just kill themselves and not have anything left in the final. But we'll see. A lot of people feel like if Sitsipas does get through, he's had a couple of tough first couple of rounds, and now all of a sudden he's running away with some easy matches like he did today, uh, yeah. yesterday. So we'll see. Um, obviously, my money at the start of the tournament was on uh, Novak to win the tournament, and I feel like he's the one really still to beat. Yeah, I mean, hard to argue with any of that, but I do want a second. If you are throwing a racket around, if you are hitting balls around, cut that shit out absolutely right now. I have absolutely no tolerance for it. I don't care who it is Me doing it. it. If it's a player I like, like Rublev, it's a player I don't like, like people who shall go unnamed. If you're attacking an umpire, it is far time for the tours to just completely crack down on this, crack down on it for the safety of your players, your spectators, your officiants, your ball kids. 
and frankly it's disgusting to watch like just cut yep. cut it the fuck out like absolutely no tolerance if i uh if i were to give tours tournaments and officials feedback it would be an absolute adherence to a no tolerance policy and then guess how fast it would end like you yeah. know we've had too many close calls with too many players in every single type of tournament every single type of draw and it's just it's ab- abhorrent to watch uh people throwing their rackets around and hitting balls uh when they're they're nearly missing people if you want to get frustrated break your racket in front of you or scream or even better you know have some sort of like existential crisis while sitting down in a chair eating your banana but enough with this it's it's absolutely appalling to watch anyway other than that it's been completely delightful to watch the fronts i'm so excited i'm jealous that you're there and i'm not um and we'll have to check in after the tournament to see what of these predictions has come true yes uh second week we're ready to go the weather has been really beautiful which is great because we've had some shocking weather over the last couple of years here in paris um, but because I was not here, yeah, I think that's why. But because I'm here this year, it's been beautiful. It's co- it's very cool, actually. It's quite cold at night, so those night matches, probably it's a little bit too chilly for them. So hopefully the weather will pick up, as, at least in the heat conditions, um, a bit more. But having said that, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So no rain is great, but we'd like it maybe five to six degrees warmer, well, especially now that the Legions is playing. We need... <laughs> warmer weather not cold weather because our old bodies really struggle but it is a checklist you should you should hear us all when we see each other oh oh my shoulder on my back on my knee just take it easy on me blah 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 i mean it's just ridiculous well i'll be tuning in as will everybody who listens to this show to see you so you have to uh make us all proud please don't please don't <laughs> no you do all right thanks renee we'll check in after the tournament caitlin wish you were here sorry you're not but uh you know it is what it is i'll kiss the terabitu for you say la vie